This is a story written by an author who on a day that has gone stressfully sideways has found himself calmed by the words of a most generous communicator. His name is Jason, and in England he resides. Yet even though we are separated by histories, cultures, and time zones, he stands like a new neighbor. Even a good friend who has reached out to ground me in managing my own distractions and frustrations. And at this very moment of producing this episode, his wise and humble outlook towards the youth of tomorrow has de-escalated my agitated outlook. And in listening to him, my hope is that he may benefit us all in the same way. I remember when I was a kid and I would get really into whatever it was. And I always wanted my family just to be able to talk to them and to get their interest in, in something. And quite often just because they were adults and they had more important things to do, you couldn't talk to them. So that's what I try to do. I, I try to take an interest in their interests. And I think that's one of the most important things you can do and to nurture those interests where you can see that they have a, a benefit. Because as both adults and children, as a society changing so quickly, you are learning at the same time as they are in many respects. But at the same time, it's important to kind of instill and remind them of the values that you have, that you learned as a child. I think sometimes that kids look at their parents and think that they were never children themselves, if you know what I mean. And in a way, remind them, hey, yeah, I was once your age. I've been through the same things as you. And I learned. I made those mistakes. I learned from them. They too should make their own mistakes. Where I can kind of help them to avoid them but still learn from them, then absolutely. I think that's the duty of a parent in some respects. Born to a family of sports lovers, his playbook was early instilled. Part athlete, part fan, and part creative, he views the world as a field of inspiration. In his locker can be found no expected uniform or franchise team color, but rather an ever-evolving set of trainers that ground his creative stamina. An advocate for the worth of others, by the school of life, and through his unquenchable hunger to see and share, he grows forward a message with the reach to touch us all. People are so afraid of making mistakes, but mistakes are part of life. You know, we, you make mistakes as, as soon as you learn to walk in many respects, and, and that's how you learn. And I think the real thing is, is not being afraid of making mistakes. It's more of being afraid of not learning from them in some respects. I think that's so important that people don't fear making mistakes. It is such an important part of learning and, and growing and developing as a person. Quite often people think, well, as a creative person, I almost have to be quite self-sufficient. And that's so not true. When you think of all the great creative partnerships that there have been, Lennon and McCartney, Laurel and Hardy, Ernie and Bert. <laughs> there are so many examples of where you know, one plus one made a million. Being able to share a vision, pool your resources, pool your energy. Don't feel that you always have to just do everything on your own. Don't be afraid to share your ideas and, and work with other people. Don't get too experienced, which I know sounds pretty odd because it, in life, I guess we, we kind of, you know, we, we, we value and prize experience. But I, I guess over time, I've almost become slightly uh, suspicious of people who call themselves experience because I, I sometimes think that when you kind of get too practiced at something you start to become cautious you become afraid of taking risks and caution and risk are probably the greatest enemies of creativity they really are because if you're afraid to try new things you become afraid to learn and fundamentally that's it it's always about learning so don't put anything in in the way that's a roadblock to that the barrier of my stressed out day diminished as I listened to him 
And in that, he made me reflect on his answer to a most relevant question. Simply, what is love? It starts with respect. I think that's it. Love has lots of different layers and, and levels and we feel different types of love. But to me, it still comes down to that thing of, of respect. If you don't respect people, you, you don't see the value in them. And every human being has value and has potential. I think that's another big part of, of love is not just seeing the way someone is now, but it's almost trying to see what they can be and how your relationship with that person can impact that. In some respects, there are some negative things associated with I mean, jealousy is, is associated with love. That's a negative emotion and yet it's very much tied in with, with love. But you need to ensure that it's always a positive thing and that you're helping someone to grow. A big part of love is, is about nurturing people. So whether that's your wife, your child, your family, your friends, whoever, quite often where friendships break down is because either someone feels, well, that person is not giving me as much as I'm giving them as such. And I'm not talking about in terms of monetary value, but in terms of emotional investment, physical effort, in terms of how am I helping that person do something. I'm giving you a very complex answer to a fairly simple question, but I think in many respects you have to when it comes to something like love. Yes, the day is behind me now. My heart beats slow as I think of how I've loved and of my refreshed outlook towards the influences around me this day. So as I sit in front of my microphone working to give justice to his wisdom, as well as to express my gratitude for the hand of friendship he has extended me, I realize I have been schooled, pushed to look at myself, and as I do, to more clearly ponder the insight he is forwarding to those who wish to listen. I have never felt kind of so uncertain about the world as, as I have right now. This year especially, you know, I'm not the only one that's saying it, but this year has kind of rocked us all. Everything, you know, the way that we look at ourselves, the way that we look at our relationships. To me, the, the whole world next year, once this whole pandemic is over, we almost kind of need to get together and take stock of everything that's happened because it, it seems like pretty much everyone on the planet in some respects has been impacted by this. So for the first time that I can remember, we're all in the same boat. We've kind of all gone through this same experience. It's, it's been a great leveler in some respects. And I think we kind of need to get together and say, well, what do we do next? But how do we do it together? That to me is possibly what we do next. You know, that's, that's the next great question because it's unparalleled, you know, what we've all been through recently. And it, you know, we're all finding ourselves for the first time, rich or poor, whatever country you're from, we're all having a, such a, a similar experience in many ways. So to me, that is it. It's getting together and saying, right, together, how do we go forward? I don't know how we go forward, but that's the question. And I think we all need to answer that together.